Disclaimer, in this podcast, we might use some three, four, five letter bad words, like maybe fuck, possibly even shit. butthole. Not a bad word. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna. That's so. That's the most innocent bad word you could throw in. So, just so everybody knows, uh, you've been warned, and on with the show. Howdy, I'm Casey, the host of the Nerdy Photographer Podcast. Are you curious about photography? Perhaps you run a creative-minded business? Then you'll want to tune in to the Nerdy Photographer Podcast. Episodes feature stimulating interviews and discussions, as well as a little bit of totally useless information all set inside the frame of a science fiction comic book adventure so what are you waiting for adventure awaits head over to nerdyphotographer.com or find the nerdy photographer podcast wherever you get your podcasts debating doing this uh episode topless but actually it's very funny april i tried to (laughs) what i like to do is i because i'm such a wonderful caring partner and i love my girlfriend so much i like to smack her boobs not hard like just you know so you know that you're there and so she tried to smack she tried to smack mine and i blocked her and then she hit my right nut really hard and i fell down in what I can only explain must have looked like a soap opera fall down. And then she's like, that was so fucking dramatic. I barely hit you. I'm like, yeah, she doesn't understand. I'm like, but it fucking hurt. I'm like, what if I hit your, you know, your, your, your clit. And she's like, well, you'd have to find it. I'm like, you son of a bitch. And then I said, welcome to filters removed. Because really, you, you had to start with a, a the prank parts again. I, it's not my fault. That's you. People want to know what's happening in my life, and I got hit in the right nut, and that's what's happening in my life because that's the only interesting thing that's happened in a week. Well, I I believe you because there's not. A lot. No, I mean, there's not a lot. Horrible, awful things that are going on in the world. It's very hard to find. It's true. <laughs> Good, yeah. It's so hard to find little good things. Um, I'm yes, Melissa Johnstone. I'm Dwayne Larson, and we have we we Melissa's getting sick of me. Just you know, just me and her. I just fucking she's, had it with you. She's egged my house. Even I think it was her. It could have been other people. Hoodlums. I in spit. The I spitballed it too. You that know. yeah. She's just been very mean to me. Everybody. Um. So we have a guest, and Mel, do you wanna do you wanna introduce our guest? <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, we have Abdul Karoma, who is a filmmaker and sometimes photographer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you want to elaborate on the sometimes photographer? I just tell people that because uh, when you tell people you're a photographer, a lot of times people just think, oh, can you just take my picture because you're my friend? I got so. you. I like to take my own stuff for fun, but if you want me to take your photos, you have to pay. Sometimes I'm a photographer. That's what you mean. That's why I'm being paid. There like are times that. when I'm doing it for myself. I'm just I'm just Abdul, just doing my thing. 
Right. Yeah. But for filmmaking, I'm 110% every time a filmmaker. That's, nice. that's my thing. Amazing. So you are based in Winnipeg, like us. Sadly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is, it is the dumpster fire of North America right now. It's good times. Good times. Bad reps right now. Um, right do you want to just kind of talk a little bit about, um, I guess, your origin story? How you got started into filmmaking photography? Like, where did this all Sometimes. Come? Sometimes photography. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Sometimes. How did you sometimes? Uh, the, the funny thing is, when I went to Chile in 2017, I made a travel video. The camera wasn't mine, the camera that I took. But um, I wanted to buy a camera. Obviously, I'm not going to pay for it out of my own pocket. I know better. Um, should always not use your money first. Uh, so I know I can work the camera. I just had a friend who was getting married. So I was like, hey, can I film your wedding for $200? And then she's like, uh, sure. Didn't ask for any uh, reference, any work kind of thing. She's just like, sure. At the time, I saw a camera on Kijiji for $200, the Rebel SL, SL1. So that's all I needed because I already had SD cards and a little bit of audio equipment here and there. So I bought that camera. And then my next wedding, I charged $600. And then that's how I started. It sucks that we can't film weddings now because that's where everything began. Mm-hmm. And once the lockdown happened is when I started doing a lot more photography because my video clients were all live events. Yeah. Like filming for Kansaki Manitoba, like Dragon Boat events, um, filming for Magazine Truck and Trailer, doing weddings. I like doing live events. That's where the money is. <laughs> but during the pandemic, I obviously had to pivot and started doing photography a lot more. So that's where I'm at right now. So far, so good. That's like the last year and a half. Yeah. So you've been, um, but you've been doing a lot of non-wedding films. I've seen on yeah. Instagram, you working on some things. Yeah, I do, I do a lot of, I do a lot of documentary stuff too. Um, it's like, it's chill work, you know, like the car uh, commercial we were doing couple weeks ago a week and a half ago it's easy stuff it's very fun stuff like take your time the the clients give you the card like you're gone for the day no Mm -hmm. rush you can mess up if you want to unlike weddings so yeah things like those are fun when you're doing documentary shoots as well you show up to the client's location set up everything you just take your time it's like slow pace like you can make mistakes and then just reshoot it so things like that i enjoy doing as well i think that's the same with doing a lot of commercial photography which is what i'm all i I do a lot of that and event stuff it's like you can just kind of go at your own pace you can screw something up and then you can reshoot it because you have control over everything where like you said and weddings it's like well we got a time frame (laughs) and you can you've got a little bit a little bit of leeway where you can especially you guys that are like filmmakers that do it yeah. over and over to get like, it's like, okay, hey, walk up that hill. Okay. Do it one more time. Okay. Can you do it <laughs> one more time? And I'm just like, Two more. Shot. yeah. Yeah. And like the, the thing with that is fun fact, uh, only a few friends know this, but the first wedding I shot, 
during the first kiss, my camera wasn't recording. Oh no! It was doing that. It was doing the flash. You know when your battery is about to die. So then I stopped. Um, so I stopped it so I can change the battery. But I'm pretty. I'm hundred percent sure the officiant skipped like a whole two lines, and went straight to you. They kiss the bride. Yeah. And I was like, you can't do that. You can't just go <laughs> off. So at the end, uh, after all that was done, the ceremony was done, the groom was about to get drunk. So I pulled him aside. I pulled the bride aside. I said, hey, when you guys were kissing, the officiant was in the video. It didn't look good. So can you guys just kiss again like the first time, right where the arch is? Yeah. So I can get like a perfect show with nobody. No. They ain't had to know shit. So I just... I did my thing. Till this day, they don't know. You know, I hope if they listen to this, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say their name. <laughs> and I, I, but I bet that looks a hundred times better because, like, same, same with you when and us when we're shooting that first kiss. I always want the officiant to get the hell out of the way because there's nothing <laughs> worse than having if they've got like poofy hair He's or whatever. Little gray head standing yeah. behind. Or they're awkwardly this, looking at them kissing, and it's like, who, who, get, get out of here, they, just move. This is what they do. You may, you may kiss, and then they're just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right over there. <laughs> Super like, oh, creepy. Man. It is so creepy. <laughs> so if you're an officiant and listening to this, get the hell out of the way. Take a 15 foot dive <laughs> off the side of the stage and just move. Yeah, the best ones in Winnipeg absolutely sidestep as far as they can yeah. out of the. way. I actually, there was one that almost like fell off a dock this summer because she was like, whoop. And then I was like, Ooh. it was like, <laughs> oh, that would make the photo Be even, careful, Susan. That would make it you, even better. Are you doing that Elma's Edge? Um, that sorry. Elma's Resort. River's Edge Resort. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been there, but that wasn't where I was. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful place. I like that. It is. The last time I was there, uh, the groomsmen were skinny dipping off Ooh. the off that little dock area, <laughs> like cannonballing, and they were making me take pictures of it. I was like, "On your wedding, that's risky." That's amazing. Please tell me you got some wieners in those shots. Uh, I definitely yeah. did. I definitely, like went up to the bride and groom after. I was like, "This is what they just made me do." Just. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Wieners and yeah. weddings day, wedding days and wedding days just just named just named the, the the episode right there wieners and wedding days yeah absolutely it's a hundred percent true <laughs> so what do you love the most about um being a filmmaker abdul um without a doubt is my own schedule like without a doubt i for example today i woke up at 10 30 I already knew what my day was going to be. I exercised and then I was editing that car video. Just, I had some phone calls, but sometimes I don't pick up phone calls because I know what it's about. I just, I'm not in that mindset to talk mm -hmm. about that particular thing. If I don't schedule it, it's just, I don't like to pick up a call. Like, send me a text, let me schedule it and then talk. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I never pick up phone calls. I screen them. I hardcore, like, do not pick That's up. That's it. See? Today on my schedule was exercise and edit. Like I didn't plan for a phone call. So yeah. that's like the best thing for filmmaking. Like people always ask, oh, when are you available? When are you ready to shoot? 
I'm ready now. Like, yeah. if you're paying, I'm ready now. You know, I have all my equipment. I have everything. I'm ready to go. Um, I have a valid driver's license. So I can drive wherever. My passport is good, so I can fly wherever. Yeah. So I have the time because it's what I do full time, right? Like, today I want to shoot. Tomorrow is editing day, editing day. If I don't want to work, I don't work. It's yeah. 100% the best thing. Well, and you guys have so much more editing with video. Yes. Need, yeah. Like, Some days when you come from a 12-hour wedding or a full day of shooting, just dumping the footage and filtering what you're going to keep and not keep takes like four or five hours. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not complaining because it's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. It just takes... Like you're like you're spending maybe sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hour days just shoot and filter. Yeah, totally. I dabbled in video at one point, um, and once I had edited a few wedding videos, I was like, "This is not for me." <laughs> I'm just so used to the photo way. <laughs> it was fun, but it's just like I have to get it done, and it's just in my head that I have to get it done, and it sucked the fun out for me. So like. It, yeah, I think if you're doing just video, it would be, or mostly video, it'd be much more fun. I'm getting into it a little bit more and I enjoy doing it, but I'm also a very, it's weird. I'm a very linear person. So it's like, I need to have the beginning, the middle and the end. And then kind of like, I, I, people that edit video, like I just think of like movies and how they're not shot in sequence that blows my mind how people put all that stuff together. I mean, I know the directors in there and the editors, everyone's got their, their hands in there doing it, but I can't, my brain doesn't work like that. It just, I got to go from point A to no. point B and, <laughs> and that doesn't work in filmmaking. I know it doesn't work. No, absolutely not. And a lot of times when you're doing live shoots, like the things you, even when you're editing it, unless you're doing like a documentary, if you're doing a creative edit, things are just all over the place. But the story you're telling, you got to make it make sense. Yeah. And then when you're doing some like commercial work, today you go to shoot like a restaurant video and then they made a burger, but that burger is like falling apart. You're not going to shoot it because it looks stupid. Yeah. So you will say, I'll come back another day to do that last bit. But that last bit is the first part in that documentary. Yeah. So you just... Also, it helps when you sort your folders. See that part when I was talking about when you come home and you got a filter, you put things in folders. You go like camera A, audio, you go drone, you go camera B, you go talking head, you go B-roll. So oh. that way you just take what you need and put it where it goes. See, that already is, it's, I, it, that is giving me anxiety thinking about it because I just come home, I put it in the raw folder I put it on one hard drive. I put it on the other hard drive. I go to bed. That's it. That's it. And then I edit it. But... Organize the video. The amount of footage that you guys have. And audio. That's the thing too. Yeah. It's like people yeah. always think it's so so easy. It's like same as photography. It's like yeah yeah you're just you're just taking a video camera and doing that. And it's like no you you've got to sync up audio. You've got to make sure there's not a delay because that will drive people. But it drives me crazy when I see yeah. if it's like a millisecond off and I'm like, Oh, this, I know it's not that bad, but all I can see is that. And it bugs that me. That is it. 
and you're fixated on it and then it, you don't see the rest of the project even if it's good yeah if the picture is good like your story is good but your audio sucks you don't have a movie yeah so it's important and when you tell people this especially at weddings can i mic you up when you ask the groom they're like oh for what the church has a mic the officiant has a mic <laughs> blah, blah blah has a mic nobody listen it's in my contract okay i have to mic you up otherwise your audio is gonna suck and i don't want to go shoot a whole 12 hour wedding get good footage and i can't market the video because the audio sucks yeah especially if they like saying good vows yeah because they have they're not repeating things they've said before when you when you're doing a wedding video do you already have kind of a template in your head that you're not that you're going to follow every time because i'm sure it 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 differs just same as us like day by day but do you already kind of know the key shots you want in there and what's going in there yeah. and then everything else is bonus definitely um i already know if they if they're getting a cinematic video anyways i do i shoot everything anyways whether they're paying for it or not it's just by having in case they want to pay for it later but i always go in with thinking cinematic because documentary film is so easy i don't mm. want to say it's boring because it's people's weddings but to me i've done like um 50 75 weddings in like the last two years it's boring to me but i have to make everyone stand out differently mm. so i have like the shots in mind that i'm going to get i meet with the people or we talk text phone call they tell me a little bit about themselves i ask them what's important to you let me know and then i put that into the video into your story like on the day of i have like a little cheat sheet I just put these important shots. Okay. Yeah. She said this flower is important to her because her grandma is yarning, isn't it? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the important ones. And then I go for my important shots, establishing shots, like detail shots. And then the rest of it's the same as every other wedding. Yeah. 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 Do you ever get, uh, I want to go back to the audio for a sec. Cause oh. <laughs> do you, when you <laughs> mic them up, <laughs> Do you ever get some pretty funny like conversations that you get to yeah. hear? Yeah, I've I've heard like <laughs> some of the worst things you'll hear is um tell me about <laughs> I've heard I've heard okay, so this this video I was listening to this audio and I have a program that syncs, but I, I wasn't recording them recording them. The camera was just there recording, right? Okay. It was already mic'd up. Uh the the groom so whatever they're talking about you know boys drinking beers everybody you know, having fun and then uh, i don't know who cassandra is but apparently cassandra is hella hot <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> they they go on and on about cassandra and like how things are gonna be so fun tonight once she starts drinking and <laughs> Like, oh, she was that girl at the that's wedding. That's awesome. I love those. She was that girl. And the funny thing is she's part of the wedding party. And then I forgot what the other guy said that. But let's just call him Mitch. This dude is like, so Mitch, are you excited to like be partnered up with Cassandra kind of thing? And then Cassandra, I mean, Mitch goes, man, like if tonight happens, I can't <laughs> wait to do that kind of thing. <laughs> and then the groom fucking said, no, the groom says, oh, I'm so jealous. Like, I think it was just the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> just in the moment, he wasn't thinking. Yeah. You know, boys... 
And he's like, I'm so jealous. And then everybody, I guess, they looked at him and then they all just started laughing. And then, you know, they're like, you know, let's just watch what we say, you know, drinking kind of thing. Yeah. But and towards the wedding part, as soon as I saw Cassandra, I knew who Cassandra was. <laughs> and so she was in the wedding party? She was part of the wedding party. Oh, there's always one. There's always there's one. There's always that one. As soon as I saw the wedding, the female side, I was like, yeah, that's yeah, Gabby Cassandra. There she is. Oh so, man, I bet she was like the loudest one. She's probably like she was pretty fun. She was pretty fun, and she she was one of those people I want to include everybody. You know, yeah. and you know when you're shooting a wedding, those people are like, "Oh, drink, it's okay, drink, drink." Oh, you want me to get you a drink? Yeah, yeah. drink, drink. At some point, they gotta understand you gotta drive and you're working. Nah, not Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sandra gives no fucks about what you have going on. She just wants everyone no. to have a good time. Oh, that's we, amazing. You know what? Maybe we need more Cassandras in this world. Maybe. I, you know what? I think so, especially for weddings, because yeah, you're cause, spending a lot. Of money. You, you want to have fun people there. Yeah, you, you want because because I've definitely, I, and I'm sure you guys have too, shot weddings where I don't want to say they're boring, but they're very reserved and just kind of very slow yeah it's just like there's no spikes there's no downs which is great but it's just one monotonous day which is fine but it 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 makes it yeah you need a cassandra there to hype up basically to hype up the crowd and be like all right all right you motherfuckers we're gonna do some shots and then we're gonna (laughs) do some dick dingers and then um We're gonna Hoover some, we're gonna, dick. some dick dingers. We're gonna Hoover some schneef. No, stop with the schneef. I love that. That was the uh, th- those guys is like takeaway from everything they've learned about Canada was from Letterkenny. It was wonderful. I still never seen it. It's oh, you. Ha- oh, I love Letterkenny so much. Um, but I, but I have to ask if you like because you do. You said you do events and um, commercials and weddings and stuff. If you had to pick, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say you know, your dream job, but if, you know, that email or that phone call that you didn't answer or that text came in, what would be that yeah. one job or client that you would be like, holy shit, hands down, let's, let's get on a plane. Let's get on a train. Let's go. Hands down period. Make travel documentaries. Hands mm-hmm. down. I love, I love documentary film. I love traveling. Like when I travel, I make little videos here and there. They're cinematic. Yeah. Last 2019, when I went to Europe, I made a documentary. It's 48 minutes. It's on my YouTube. Um, it was a practice. You know, it's a one man crew. The friends I travel with, they don't fuck. They don't even know where the on button is. But anyways, <laughs> I'm sure. So I have to do everything. <laughs> Sometimes I'll turn on the camera and I'll tell them like, hold it here. And then just pan. Oh, what's a pan? Okay, move left to right. <laughs> I will move the camera. And then, because I want to do something that is crucial for the video. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm not in it as much. I just document, right? So, my dream job, I say, is travel documentary. Like, I'll drop anything and everything mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, it's I, good times. I, I follow <laughs> so many on, or not even follow. I watch a whole bunch of uh, those people on YouTube. And just there's like guys that go to places you're not supposed to go like they were 
in some of the sketchiest neighborhoods that people are like, no, no, don't, don't go there. This isn't good for you to go there. And they go there and it's, it's fine. Like it's, you know, and I love watching that. Cause they're they're men and they can still go there. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there, no, there's some that like, because they're, you know, I'm trying to think of one of the ones where they went, but it was in an, an Asian country. I think it was like the Philippines or something. And it was like in the heart of like a gangland. And the people are all like, no, no, don't, don't, do not go there. You will, people will steal your shit. You will get stabbed. You will not come out of there. And he went in there and it was fine. It it was, it was, it's it's super interesting. I love that kind of stuff too. He he didn't piss off the wrong gang. No, he definitely didn't. No. And he probably went in there like, talk to them nicely and one thing i've noticed from traveling is if you have a camera it's like a easy conversation starter with people yeah for some reason it's like welcoming to people like i've been i've done filming in like places where people are like oh don't go there people they're racist they're mean to black people mm-hmm. like they're but like i show up there i don't even start like the conversations half the time but just the fact that people see me with my camera or with my drone, they have questions. They yeah. they have something to talk about, something to break the ice. So I think going into like gangland and then they see you with the camera, one, they don't feel threatened. They're just like, oh, this guy is just here probably goofing around, being a tourist. They'll just tell you like, don't shoot this, don't shoot that, yeah. don't record this, don't record that. And that's about it. So you can venture out when you go, Melissa. Just There you go. I'll go. I'll just I'll just uh, I'll just do some some boy drag and <laughs> oh man, I would love to see you in boy drag. That would be. Have good. you not seen my Harry Potter costume from way back in the day? I don't. I look exactly like him. I, I, I mean, was a boy. I believe <laughs> it. Oh, you're a boy, but I look like a boy when I want to. <laughs> April got dressed up years before we were together. Got dressed up as um, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And this is when she was still married. I'm like, how did your husband want to have sex with you after that? Because she looked, <laughs> she looked like Pedro, and it was creepy and weird looking. And well. <laughs> I'm not, I may have, I if it was me, I may have low key been into it just to bang Pedro. But you know, that's you not never Pedro. Know. You never know because when I was Harry Potter, Gavin was Hermione. And we made him like we made him like a really skanky Hermione. Oh, that's wonderful. And so I had to do his makeup and like stuff his bra and everything. And I'm like sitting there putting eyeliner on him and I step back and I'm like, I'm oddly turned on by uh, this. <laughs> so you wanted to bang Hermione, wow. I mean, who wouldn't really? Come on. But I did not look sexy whatsoever. It was so hard to get a drink because I, I looked like <laughs> and no one wanted to me i'm like I'm, it's mel it's me i'm here it was so hard what he was feeling it was so funny oh, oh. abdullah you've been to like I, I was checking out your instagram stories and i i honestly can't remember how i started following you if you were tagged in someone's stuff but i found you on instagram somehow and i started going to i was like oh who's this guy he's in winnipeg and i i haven't <laughs> met him before and i started going your some of your little links on your instagram stories and i was like wow he's traveled to so many cool places like you had all these yeah. beautiful 
drone videos from like Venice and like, mm. I mean, what, yeah. what have been some of your like favorite places that you've gone? And before, you before, before, before you answer that, yeah. before you answer yeah. that, your favorite, and then also what's been the worst? Oh. Because I always like to know the bad too, because that's fun. I definitely did like Venice, but my favorite place I've traveled to um, was in Dublin. Oh, the, yeah. Obviously, one, because of the drinking. Yeah. Right now, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm waiting till the summertime. But I love drinking beer. And in, when I'm in Europe, totally reckless. I have two in my pockets, <laughs> two in my hands. And then I'm trying to balance the camera, like, with my shoulder, like, oh, just hold so it. That's me in Europe. And Dublin yeah. is just, if I felt livelier. I felt like, I felt young. I mean, I'm not old. I'm like 30, but I felt younger. It's, just, it's fun. Nightlife, the mm -hmm. food is good. Good times in Dublin. Um, what's the worst that's happened? You know, I don't have horror stories from traveling because first rule is I don't stay um, in bad places. I don't stay in in um, cheap places i don't stay in hostels because i travel with a lot of gear mm -hmm. i'm not the annoying friend that packs everything but i am the annoying friend that packs everything yeah but it's camera related gear it's for the travel right so i try to we try to avoid bad places but from the worst i would have to say when we went to like i travel with three of my other friends so it's four of us we went to Paris in 2016 and we booked a hotel online. It's simple. We say four people, one room. It's like, I don't know, like 300 Canadian dollars for four nights it was. Mm -hmm. So Ooh. then we get there. Yeah, we get there. And then four of us walked in. We didn't know like these people were going to be like this. The lady at the front desk is like, Bonjour, welcome, na na na, whatever. I was already annoyed because she was speaking French as she's introducing us, and we're speaking English, but she kept going in French. I was like, okay, whatever. Finish your your speech because you probably have to read something. And then she says, "Who's um who's Eric? That's my friend." And then he gives a credit card. She's like, okay, you guys have to book a second room because you can only have two people in a room. Huh. We're like, what? We're booked for we booked for four people in one room and then she's no 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 we no 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 it's just man this is just me saying we don't know as like, why are you talking so fast like first we just spend three hundred dollars for four nights which is kind of expensive but whatever and then now you're saying we can't have like four people in one room it's a double bed so we can all fit there it's yeah. it's chill she's like nope. Did not allow it did not would not budge so essentially we had to pay another 300 dollars for four nights mainly because she refused to do a refund she's like you guys are already here it's not we didn't do anything wrong <laughs> it's not the hotel's problem so you guys should have read but we showed her even where we filled it up like the information we told her it we put four people yeah because it's four she no downright just grabbed an extra three hundred dollars from us and <laughs> just no uh, customer service just like nope more nothing money. nothing See, and she was this bad like all the way up here this bad and then the night staff 
just mellow, chill. Oh, you want beer? 2 a.m.? This place is open. Here is how you get there by walking. Nice. Oh, we're, we brought back wine in the lobby. Oh, you guys don't have opener? Let me open it for you. You know, oh, you guys want ice? Here, go to this place. It's closed, but you can use this, blah, blah, blah. It's super chill. Yeah. This lady just robbed us like 300 <laughs> That lady needs to f- go party with Cassandra after work. And just yeah, exactly. <laughs> she needs to drink more wine. Which... That's got to hook her up. Yeah, yeah. Uh... yeah. One, one rule for me when I travel, especially with all my equipment, is to pick a good location. Uh, I go for reviews and look. Like, I pay the price just to be somewhat good and safe. Mm-hmm. I've heard horror stories about where people stay in Paris and stuff. Like Paris is apparently a really dicey one. My brother lived there for most of a year, um, yeah. teaching English uh, in a high school, and uh, he grew to hate Paris. He hated it. Yeah. <laughs> he could not wait to get home, and he loves traveling. He's like, I just everything's. So everything's so cramped and dirty and like, and he's a total goofy man. The fact that he didn't like Paris, I was like, Paris is the one place whenever anybody talks about travel and Paris always comes up because everyone thinks everyone should go there. I'm like, I've got no interest. I would be happy with maybe a day, maybe two to be like, cool. There's the Eiffel Tower. There's the the Louvre, the blah, blah. I'm like, get me into the French countryside. Yeah. I'm gonna love that shit up because like when we were when we went to Ireland, like Dublin was great, really enjoyed it, and it, it was even better. Which I should also say, Happy Pride Month, everybody. Um, uh, we were there because we noticed yes. all these rainbows everywhere, and I'm like, like fuck, did we ju- did we just miss Pride in Dublin? Because that would be so much fun. And then we saw that it was the next day they were having their pride parade. So we hung out in that super, um, the one bar that everybody goes to. It's like a big red building. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, hang on, hang on. Um, shit. Is it like Shannon's or something? No, or? it's, it's, oh God. Abdul's on it. He's he's Googling. When I went, I had a six-week-old baby with me, so yeah. I didn't do partying. Uh, I know the I know couple couple couple. Uh, shit. Anyway, we were there, and we sat. You with had these too many beers. Guys. You can't remember. Your brain cells did not form. No, and we we sat with these two amazing guys because like we it took us so long to find, um, a a seat, and when we did, it was like a four top. And then these guys were like, we could tell they were trying to find somewhere to sit. And me and April were just like, do you guys want to sit down? Because <laughs> it, it's packed in here. So, And yeah, they were from, I think they were Swiss. And the one guy was a baker. And the other guy, I'm not sure what he did. But it was it was a fun, fun evening, night. Yeah. And then at the Pride Stop. Parade, I got hit on yeah. by a gorgeous looking silver fox i'm like april's like he is all kinds into you i'm like right i i cool i'm like i was so happy because he was so good looking had i you know that's a huge compliment it i was super stoked because he was and he had the best i think he was uh yeah no i couldn't really understand him so he was definitely irish 
and it was i'm like yeah man <laughs> that's amazing it was so much fun that's really dope like it's such a nice nightlife it just yeah and then I when i found out you can like... actually drink in public and it's allowed like we went to uh one of the parks oh god i forgot uh Gal when we were in galway we saw like all these people drinking in the park and i'm like what the fuck is this here now and found out you can just bring a case of beer sit in the park and it is completely yeah. legal and so that's that. that, that's what i did i got a beer or a case of beer and me and april got trashed at the park it was wonderful as you should as you should, because you can't do that here. So well, you can low key, you, you can low key do it here, and depends yeah. which park you go I need to. to. Go back there and experience getting trashed, because I, I mean, I had a little one with me when we went, so I didn't, I definitely didn't get trashed. But I got to shoot a wedding there, which was pretty cool. Nice. I was yeah, nice. I, I was supposed to shoot a wedding. Oh yeah, that's. Were you hung over the day? No. He missed it. He completely missed it. Yeah, no, they 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 canceled on me, and for good reason. It it was fine because like it was like I think three months before we were leaving, I had plane tickets. We were just booking because we went there for two weeks, so I was just booking. We're booking our Airbnbs, and we I wanted to see as much of Ireland as possible, and mm -hmm. so we had three days with the couple. We were gonna do like meet up with them, then the wedding, and then the day after session, go somewhere. And what ended up happening three months before, I'm like, okay, where are you guys again? Because I've got those three days booked. I just need to know. And they're like, um, yeah, we're having twins. Eesh. So I'm like, well, sorry, but the uh, deposit's non-refundable. <laughs> sorry. And they were cool with that. They were... They were 100% okay, and I'm like, well, next time, when you guys get married, and if you hire me, you got to get married in Scotland, because I want to go there next. <laughs> you showed them? I tried. <laughs> that, that's how it is. That's how it is. It'll be so good. Yeah, I think, oh, just traveling again. The party that we will throw, the day that we can do normal things. Yes. Like just the amount of champagne that I'm going to spray all over every wall in my home. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be just. Uh, all right, right now we have a a voucher. These airlines are fucking stupid. We got a we booked a ticket to Tokyo, March twenty nine, uh, twenty twenty. It was supposed oh, to be March twenty fifth. So, yes. obviously, we couldn't travel. Yeah, and. Really wanted to go to Tokyo. I've never been to Asia, and just I have everything. Like this was gonna be the official documentary, documentary. Yeah. And then COVID happened, and then the airline gave us a year voucher, talking about oh, in a year you can travel again, blah blah blah. And now the year is obviously over, and they're still refusing to give the money back. Oh, it's that's just, bullshit. Yeah, it's like we we didn't use the ticket. Yeah, we can't go anywhere, and it's a pandemic. People need their money, you know. Yeah, or extend the voucher because you'll exactly. travel. Like at least it's going to get used because I think we have the same thing. We we're supposed to go to New York, and I don't know. April booked everything, so I I know she ended up getting some of the money back, but I think we have some in travel. I have no idea. She did it all. Um, I was just showing credit up. Thing. 
<laughs> Smart man. Oh, it all sucks, man. It all sucks. But, but you've got your, <laughs> Abdul, one of the videos that uh, really struck me when I was looking at your stuff, when I first started following you was one where you had an air fryer on your head. <laughs> <laughs> so hard i was like this guy is funny and that like really me up on your content i was like he's funny start watching his reels like you got to check this guy out i remember sending Dwayne your profile i was like you know what this guy would be super fun to talk to on the podcast look at how funny he is <laughs> oh man that's so funny you know what it's on, on social media my life is episodes it's like you know, things change, different characters get introduced. I don't know. Everything is like a movie to me. But hear me out. So I had that air fryer. And I I, I know people, a lot of people have air fryer. Air fryers have been around. But for me, everything I do is ridiculously with passion. Like making wings in the air fryer, I do with passion. Because <laughs> I love food, right? And I love to make videos. So on the, on Instagram, I just like, okay, I got this air fryer. Like nobody else talks about their air fryer. I never seen anybody post the air fryer. So I started posting my air fryer on my stories. I showed everything I was cooking with it. And I make little skits, little video, every conversation. I talk about the air fryer. <laughs> so then there was this one meme going around saying my parents at 24, they had kids. And then me at 30, I have an air fryer. So, yes. so that so video cool. you're talking so that video you're talking about. <laughs> that's where that's where that video came from, the one you're talking about with the air fryer on my head. Yeah. So the air fryer was just another character. But I think I've like made all the meals you can possibly make on there. So the character has died. Now I'm on to I'm on to CrossFit, you know. It's a yeah, new episode. You're riding your bike. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, on this. New- I feel like I know a lot about him just from like going through his his social media for like three minutes. Like it it was great. And yeah. I was like, it's so funny. Like I just I really enjoyed the energy that you emit through your work and through what you choose to share with everyone. I think it's so nice, especially like in a time where everything feels so heavy. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate people that can just like, like see the, the good in things and see how things are funny. Yeah. Because life is really funny. I mean. It's I good. Think. It's good. Like, it's good to see like that because a lot of the things I follow on social media is sports. Like, that brings me happiness. Like, yeah. cloudy day, like, cloudy year we've had and whatnot. My team loses. I'm sad. But next day, I know they're playing again. There is hope. So that makes me happy. So it's like super important to follow things you like on social media and the things I choose to share is the things I like. So the people who follow me, I hope they're following me for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like today I could post air fryer and they're there laughing and they're enjoying the content. Tomorrow I'm posting CrossFit. They're like, oh yeah, this is Abdul. Yeah. Nothing is unusual for him. Next week. I don't know. I might be back into alcohol and I'll start posting that again. It's just, the seasons change, the episodes yeah. change, you know, and everything is like a character, a story. And it, for me, that makes life more fun. Like I look forward to sharing stuff because I know my, my community is very little and it's good because it's a lot of people I can message, talk to about things, ask for opinions. I mean, people give me their opinion. I don't know if people are scared, but sometimes I'll ask for their opinion and they just keep it light. 
kind of thing. I don't know. But I guess a lot of times if I ask for like a skit and for somebody to watch it over, they don't really want to give their full opinion because they're not funny. So they don't know how to improve it kind of thing. Yeah. But when I post it, they still laugh. They tell me how it made them feel. So that makes me feel good too. Like it's a good community I have. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's nice to be able to make people laugh or even just to like brighten their day a little bit. It's yeah. It's a, it's a nice gift to give people, I think. <clears throat> my 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 day got brightened a little bit today actually. I was that was one of the things I had written down to 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 talk about was there was I think I saw on Facebook three different concert announcements for Winnipeg. Oh. In in the fall <laughs> and I got I'm I'm hoping this dumpster fire is like suppressed a little bit. Like there's, um, and one of them's at one of them's like a. I don't want to say they're my favorite band, but I like them because it's poppy punk music. It's a band called All Time Low, and they're apparently supposed to be here Halloween, October thirty first at the Burton Cummings Theater. So wow. I'm I. Oh God, do I hope it comes back? Because it just it it gives me that light at the end of the tunnel that people are being something yeah, and people are being optimistic that it's going to happen, which makes me happy about it because, like with with you and travel and filmmaking, like music is my life. Like I want it back so bad. I see I see the record stuff over there, the CD. There's we wanted it. There there's a (laughs) that's like that's a little bit of. That's the the whole collect. Well, nice. That's some nice. of the collection, a little bit. Nice, Dwayne. If you need me to set you up with some Hermione drag for that show, <laughs> oh man, that would be. I, I've got the whole. I've got the whole costume in my basement. I'm sure we can fit it up for you. Her, I mean... Hermione with a beard. Unless I get crazy and decide <laughs> I actually want to like. I'm still. I'm still. T- I talked about it the last couple episodes. I'm gonna. Uh, if it wasn't such a commitment, I, oh, it takes so long to grow. And I feel like you're gonna look like uh, like <laughs> awkward like middle school teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I can't get rid of everything because when it all starts growing in again, I will look like a pedophile because it's so sparse, and I can't. It's just like it looks bushy and wonderful, but yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it's kind of patchy under there. So I don't know. You're just like I just want to see what it looks like. I do but too. Then I want to be able to put it back again. Yeah, if I could do that, that would be wonderful. Because like me and April were talking, she's like, "So where's your chin?" And I'm like, "Right here, ish." <laughs> I'm like, I I don't have a strong chin. I know I don't. It's, uh, it's I'm, it's just not gonna. It's whatever. You got a you got a face cover, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to reach it, but you know, it's super, super hard right now. <laughs> it's nice. It's well-rounded for you. Nobody can even tell it's patchy under there. So yeah, you're definitely. I, I like to call it my beard over because it's mean, like it's like a comb person, over. But anyways, it's gonna see it because you have to wear a mask. So well, like, it's true. It's very true. It might be the perfect time to shave it off, and then you can just grow it slowly. <laughs> yeah, and just keep it. The people who watch this. Do you guys you guys post the post podcast videos like full video? Uh, we haven't yet. We might. We're, okay. we're we we've toyed with the idea because we do cut some stuff out occasionally. Well, at 
sometimes I forget to start recording it at the beginning. <laughs> but well, I would love to, you know what? We're such baby podcasters. Like, we don't have a YouTube channel yet. Like, so, I mean, I've, I've been saving stuff. And we might upload something to Facebook one day. I don't know. We'll see. Once I'm not homeschooling a child, it, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'll have so much time. <laughs> Things, yeah, once once life gets back to normal, I I hear that all too well. Yeah. Not that I don't love having our home; it's nice, but it's like you've got your things that you need to get done that you're used to having all day to do. Uh huh. I yep, I hear Although, that. We got a sweet double rainbow today. After that, I saw that. I saw your photo. Yeah. Uh, I did my first like Photoshop stitch. Uh, what do you call it? What like, you call a stitch? Like a panorama. Oh yeah, yeah. Like four photos, I yeah. stitched four photos together, and I think it turned out pretty good. I posted on Facebook, but it was my first try. All I, I could, all I could think of was like, "Whoa, double <laughs> rainbow all the way!" <laughs> Every time, double rainbows are ruined for me now because of that guy, which I appreciate because it's funny. I had a double rainbow at a wedding once, and oh. the couple didn't even want it. Like it was like what? we were. We were done shooting and we were on our way back to the venue and there was a double rainbow and we were driving. And I was just like, do you guys want to pull over? And they're like, no, no, no. We just want to go in. I'm like, there's a fucking double rainbow. I'm shut your mouth. Stop for two minutes. You Why? shut your goddamn whore mouth. You get out of that fucking car and you take that, that goddamn photo. Oh, I was so disappointed. But oh, whatever. that that's a bummer. So I've never shot a couple under like a, a double rainbow or a rainbow or oh. Yeah. A double rainbow on the first day of Pride Month. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Oh, well, I it's never. So good day. I know. I sent it to my brother. I was like, Pride Day. So excited. Yeah, that's dope. So that's good. Awesome. Should we should we tell some stories, you guys? We probably should. Yeah. We probably should. That's that, that's why we're here. Yeah. Partially. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with one here. Okay. Uh, I haven't read the full thing yet, so this is all new to me. This is the way I like it. I like it when I don't know what's happening. It's my favorite. Okay. I was doing a commercial shoot for a new business owner who started her own semi-permanent eyelash business. She wanted shots of her working on models and some before and after shots of them with eyelashes. The morning of the shoot, she texted me saying her models, quote unquote, fell through and she didn't have any girls to do the shoot with, so we would need to cancel. Thankfully, I had some friends who were willing to get some free semi-permanent lashes and agreed to do the shoot that day, so we were back on. We all met up at a building in a daycare room as it was a space of someone she knew and we could comfortably do the shoot in the large space. She proceeded to apply lashes to one eye of the first girl, but then 20 minutes after, the eyelash artist started to feel a little funny. After a bit more time went on, I noticed the artist's face getting a bit rashy and asked if she was okay. Oh, no. <laughs> she said that sometimes when she works on clients, the eyelash glue will affect her allergies, but it was no big deal, and she proceeded. She continued applying the lashes to all four girls, um, with applying the lashes to only one of the eyes of each girl, so I could take comparison photos of what the eyes looked like with and without lashes. After the last girl was done, the artist's face was so swollen that she said she needed to go to the emergency oh, Jesus. room. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. She had to go to the emergency room as her breathing was now being affected. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I, 
Like, <laughs> I, I have so many questions that if you know the glue does this to you sometimes, why wouldn't you wear a this respirator? Why I stopped getting uh, lashes done because I started getting such a bad allergic reaction. Like my eyes would swell shut and stuff. So like, yeah, maybe this person shouldn't be doing lashes. Yeah, I, I just quit um, getting them done because I'm too fucking pretty. <laughs> You're too pretty for lashes. It's really, I'm, it's too pretty. Um, I sat and waited with my friends who probably weren't as excited anymore about this whole deal as they all had one eye. Oh, spectacular lashes. And one eye was out and they're semi-permanent. Oh. Like, like, <laughs> we did not know how long the artist would need to wait at the emergency room. If she was okay and if they needed to possibly wait multiple days to get the next eye done. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. We waited for about four hours in this daycare room playing with toys. When finally the artist came back and we were able to get the rest of everyone's second eye done. Oh, that's probably a... just like, here, take some Benadryl, like go back to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I, mean... I love how they were playing with toys in the daycare. They're just like... No free no free lashes is worth that. <laughs> no. Oh, that's I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the artist felt super shitty having to do that too, because it's like you've got a bunch of ladies half done lashes and you're like, so cool. Mm. I've I've gotta go now. It's like someone leaving yeah. halfway through a tattoo, I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it's ever happened. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Um, Abdul, do you have any kind of weird stories that you could uh, enlighten us with? Weird horror stories. Yeah. Do you have any weird kind of like stories from on the job or like something embarrassing that happened? Kind of a weird client request. I, I do, I do have, I do have one story, and I read your email, so that's how I was like, oh, this story. People usually like this one; they get surprised by it. <laughs> but this is a person I personally know, and he didn't tell me the story. Um, he told all of the Facebook forum. He was like, I was too weirded out or embarrassed to tell you. But anyways, the, the wedding he went to go shoot was my wedding originally. But oh. uh, don't tell my clients this was something else with more money came up. So, oh. <laughs> But he's just as good anyway. So he went. I sold him the wedding. He went there. And um, days are going well. And things are fine. And then he was just like, you know texting me randomly here and there and then he's just like he's feeling sick what was i doing just in case i gotta go um and it's like 45 minutes from where i live so i, I don't mind if i had to go cover if i was done what i was doing well he's like ah uh, no no emergency i just i'll keep you posted i was like what'd you eat he's like well i had some thai food leftover and then on my way here i had uh, mcdonald's huh. I was like, oh, no, I really do not. <laughs> no. Like, as a filmmaker, you know, it's granola bar, water, granola bar, water, until dinner time. And then he's, it's a, it's a cinematic wedding. It's easy. You bring two cameras, one for safety, one in your hand at all times. So you don't 
you really miss anything. Because if you miss shit, you don't get the story. So it's time for dinner and they're serving food and he basically tells them, oh, you know, actually I'm not even hungry kind of thing. And then the, the server um, kind of just told him, oh, we can save it for you for a little bit because the food is already paid for in wedding, as you know. But this guy, when he finally told me the story, he's like, I'm basically dying <laughs> while this lady was talking to me about food. So oh, no. he's basically dying. And then he's just like, and the lady just kept talking and like started making small conversation. And then I guess she thinks because we're vendors, like, but I, in that moment, I started to shit myself. Oh, Jesus. And then oh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, bro, Abdul, I'm not even saying I started to shit my, I was shitting myself. Oh it my was God. one of those that you can't hold no more. And it was just like, oh my <laughs> so and then he said what he had to do was he didn't even bother going walking towards the bride and groom because you know when we film we tend to hang back and the bride and groom are all the way at the front head table eating and shit so he's like i just told the people on my table like i'm gonna leave my camera here the other one is recording i just like i have to go like take care of something really bad you could probably smell and they're probably like go just go oh and by the the time he's telling the story like he's noticing like people don't really want to do it i don't know if it's because they were eating and he's just like he's noticing like people are they give you attention and they pull it away kind of thing so it could have been something with the smell but whatever he didn't say that and then if it's someone like, starts I, to shit their pants, you can smell it immediately. I will tell you that by having... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he just pulled away and then he went to the bathroom and then he's like, I was in there for like just over an hour oh my God. because I had to take care of I had to take care of my stomach yeah. and then I had to take care of the pants because I didn't have extra oh. and then I had to use the, the blow dryers in the washroom. And I got to use paper towel to clean it up. Oh, my then, God. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, dinner went long because, you know, Manitoba weddings, they just, like, eat slow. and Yeah. But they did not start the speeches almost towards when dinner was ending. You know, I think these people were smart. They didn't want the clinking plates in the audio. So, they started dinner towards the end. So that kind of saved him because his camera had stopped recording. So the security camera he put had stopped recording. And then when he came back from the washroom, and thank goodness for us, we wear black, black pants, you know, yeah. safety. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it safe. So Keep it casual. <laughs> so the pants are black, even though they were, he said, even though they were like a bit kind of wet, you can't really see it because it's black. But he had to. He went commando for the rest of the shoot. Oh, I hope so. Thank goodness it happened in towards the end. And then I was like, that, during that time when he went MIA for like an hour, I texted that dude. No response. I was like, okay, so he's obviously busy filming, so things are good. <laughs> and then on the way home, he like called me. He's like, yeah, things were yeah, things went well. Um. I got the shots. I did my thing. Good. Perfect. All right. Nice. Good job. 
doesn't say anything. I go on this fucking Facebook forum like a week later. <laughs> this guy has his whole life story on there. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, you have to tell me this shit from start to finish. So oh now we God. keep now we keep extra clothing in the car. Especially oh, for man. those weddings that are far away. <laughs> oh, that's I I think that would be my worst nightmare at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. It's not even It's my worst fear now. It's not even like yeah. gear failing, none of that, because we've got doubles, even, you know, worse comes to worse. If you have to use your phone or something, you can you, yeah. can you can make things happen if you really, really, or you grab grandma Jenny's fucking shitty rebel camera and you're like, cool, I'm going to use this. Thank you. I'll give you some whatever. No one has a grandma Jenny. Well, like if there's no grandma Jennifer is out there, Dwayne. That's Jenny. not a thing. Grandma, grandma, soon there will be, and how weird is that, Grandma Jennifer? But yeah, that would be. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a. I'm gonna think it's about a wax that. Situation. I'm gonna think about that the first wedding I shoot. Now I'm like, please don't, please don't shit your pants, Dwayne. Just, just don't just do it. Just. You're good. Uh, I've definitely usually I'm worried about sleeping and not showing up on time. But like I said, like three, four alarms. That was my first worry: not waking up on time. Now it's like. <laughs> Now it's shitting my pants. Yes. Like I've definitely gra- as soon as you said as soon as you said McDonald's, I'm like, I've grabbed the uh the breakfast burrito on way on the way out to Shit. shoots and I'm like twenty minutes later my stomach's going like and I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna poop in this person's house. I know I am. Why did yeah. I do this? But it oh, but I have not thankfully it's one of those things that you know, you just hold it in, not where you're sitting at the dinner table. Exactly. <laughs> not when you oh. hold it all day and then wait till things go worse. And then... Yeah, you're surrounded by everybody and you can't stop it. Oh, yes, poor dude. guy. But that is, that is funny. That is really funny. Thank you for sharing. Yes. <laughs> so I scoured, uh, I scoured the Reddit which I still don't quite understand, but I'm slowly figuring out, but I still don't understand it. So this is a Reddit story. So whoever puts up, thank you, because I'm going to read it. A few highlights, and it's kind of a condensed uh, what happened on the wedding day. few highlights. Moments before the bride walked down the aisle, the groom told his best man, dude, you got to get me out of here. Videographer heard him via the groom's mic. So... Much like you said yes. earlier, it's like, yep, I've I've been in, I've been in the same situation where I'm taking photos and they say something or they look at me and I'm like, yeah, this is stills, don't worry, you, no audio here. <laughs> uh, homeless guy walked up to the side of the parked trolley, asked for a cigarette. A groomsman gave him a beer. The homeless guy was very happy. Bride walks over and says to the homeless guy, "Why don't you get a, or, why don't you get a job?" Fuck. I don't care if it's your wedding day. I'll smack you right now. Bride motions with her hands. Wow, they wrote this terribly. Don't care if it's my wedding day. I'll smack you right now. Bride motions with her hands. Come on, do it. Let's go. Bride starts walking up to the front of the trolley. Three groomsmen stand up quick. Get off the trolley. Confront the homeless guy. Everyone, Everyone's pushing their chests out. Trolley, trolley driver gets off. 
tries to defuse the situation, which I can only imagine probably makes things worse. Maybe yeah. like I, I don't envy that guy for trying to do that. <laughs> Charlie driver clocks homeless guy in the side of the head that whoa. Okay. No, sorry. Skip the line. Charlie driver gets off, tries to defuse the situation. Homeless guy takes a swing at the trolley driver. Trolley driver clocks homeless guy in the side of the head. And the groom oh. and groom and the groomsman arrive from getting case. Whoa, Jesus. This guy's, this guy's jumping all over the place. I think this is just a few highlights of bad weddings. Because, yeah, I, I obviously didn't read this very quickly. Just um, oh. So another one. Uh, groom groom and more groomsmen arrive from getting cases of beer and identified themselves as cops. Six of the eight groomsmen were cops, including the groom. Oh, no, this is still the same thing. Wow. Hmm. I'm telling a horrible story today. Um, <laughs> They're just giving you snippets. From it's different... really, yeah. Homeless guy gets excited by the challenge. You can just edit this out. Just tell a different one. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm going deep. I'm going to do another one, but I'm, yeah. Um, homeless guy gets excited by the challenge. Tourists has, Jesus. Tourists have video cameras pointed on everyone, but the situation dies down. We drive away and the homeless guy throws the beer, hits the side of the trolley, and the beer sprays everywhere. At the reception, introductions are held up. Bride and the bridesmaids got into a verbal fight and bridesmaids took off. Bride found out bridesmaid was doing coke before the ceremony. All, everything above was from the same wedding. Well, you wrote it terribly. Sorry I ripped off your story. Ugh. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Some people have great stories, but can't write them very well. And that would have been a phenomenal story. And I mean, I, I'll, I'll take half the blame for that. I should have, you know. That one had like, he had to build up and then. Yeah. And then it was yeah. just terrible yeah. writing and I got confused and I'm like, how are you? Yeah. Like, I understand all of this, but let's make this a little better. Listen, so. if you want to tell another one, get I do. it ready. I'm, I'm going to. I've, I've got one I can tell in between if you're sure. it up. I got a short one that I really enjoy myself. Um, That's what she said. I was just walking around Santa Monica Pier one day, and there was a guy with an A6000, which has a small ergonomic grip, and a big lens, not sure which one, just leaning over the side of the railing watching the surfers. No. <laughs> he had his camera just dangling off his fingertips by the grip with no wrist strap or neck strap. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I think you know where this is going. Yeah, I, I got a good idea. I said, wow, that's risky, and pointed at his camera. He said, nah, I'm used to it. Then it rotated out of his fingers and went ploop into the water, and the look of shock on his face was dot, 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 painful to witness. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would probably laugh. Because uh, you made the comment and he said, oh, I'm used to it. Or you can start the. <laughs> just a nice slow clap. Like, what do you, you just walk away and it's like, man, that sucks. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I, good one. I'd probably I, like laugh, like be like, huh, and just walk away. Continue on. Santa yeah. Monica. Oh, brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, that, that one hurts. That yeah. sucks. That, um, yeah. All right. I will I will try to redeem myself. 
Yeah, settle down over there. I'm trying, trying real hard. I got the house to myself, so I'm getting crazy over here. <laughs> um, I have a good one. I was pretty new and second and was second shooting for a photographer. We carpooled. On the way back, he got a call. He was silent for about 15 minutes, then said, okay, I'll take care of that, and hung up. All right, we're already starting good because yeah. this makes sense. The, right, the writing is much better. Yeah. One of his associate shooters got fired for a bride, so he asked me to associate shoot the next weekend. I met the bride. She was super nice. She didn't fire me. She didn't fire me. Went to the wedding. Okay. All right. It's starting to fall apart. No, she didn't fire me. <laughs> she Why didn't fire she... me. That's great. I don't think I've ever been fired ever. Nope. By a uh, bride? No, by anybody. Well, no, that's yeah. a lie. I got fired from a job, but you know, they don't like, they don't like when I talk about that. <laughs> um, the, the entire bridal party was drunk off their asses before the ceremony. Got through that, had to wrangle everyone for the shots I needed. Then we went to an open bar house reception so no limits on booze as people were crashing there that's weird open bar house reception all right cool i guess it's the same as a it's like a tent wedding yeah just a tent wedding yeah um so no limits on booze as people were crashing there all in caps total shit show oh i cannot imagine no they be, that would be they bring their pjs as well like were they just like having a pj party yeah. the well funny you say Bride took off her dress and was running around in a football jersey, fell down, <laughs> fell down after throwing the bouquet and almost passed out. Since I was associate shooting, I didn't hire the second shooter who freaked out and bailed halfway through the reception. Just couldn't handle it. Okay, you're goddamn weak. If that's happening with me, I am I am down for it. Let's I will yep. get all of these photos. Well, so wait, hang on. So the, the assistant was just like, you know what? I can't handle this. I yeah. can't watch these people be crazy. Peace. See ya. I have to get the hell out of here. Like, nah. it, I mean, this, this sounds like an evening in Transcona. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to throw that out there. And I would sit down in a lawn chair with some popcorn and just hell. Yep. Honestly, it sounds chill. Like, you there to take photos. Take photos of what's happening. Yeah, enjoy it. All you gotta do. Short of someone, a, short of someone dying, take photos. Even if they're dying, maybe snap a photo yeah. and then maybe go away. I mean, the bride doesn't care. She's in a freaking jersey. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. Then the bride wanted to do a shot with the bridal party, doing Jello shots together. Last shot of the night. I was literally shoving drunk people into positions. Turn turns out holding a camera somehow makes that okay to drunk people. I was passing or I was passing them out. I'm assuming the shots. The Bride shot. somehow yeah. ate two before the shot. I gave her mm -hmm. one, got the shot, said bye, and immediately walked out and went home. Uh and then there's another little snippet. That's my craziest story. I had another bride vomit before the ceremony. She sort of sobered up before that, and the drunk bridesmaids asked me to do her in a bathroom. No, I didn't go for it. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> drunk brides at the end of the night, that's fine. Drunk brides, in, like, at the ceremony. The ceremony? That's where I'm that's not, that's not cool. It's, like, it's so, it's so trashy. And it's, it's also like, not legal 
at all. It's not legal. I've seen, yeah. I've seen a bride my wedding. It was when I attended, could hardly recite the vows back. Like she couldn't repeat them. Damn. Um, yeah. And that was at like 4 30. Like, Ooh. yeah. What's the rush? You got all evening. Like, it's yeah. the wedding day. The I next think it, day. it was a, a really, really rainy day. So they probably got um, kind of grounded inside for a lot of time waiting to go out to do pictures when they were supposed to be doing pictures. So I think yeah. they just drinking so way too much. Drink. And brides don't eat enough, ever. No. And I can see that because when I was a bride, like, you've got this tight dress on and you just, you've got, like, it kind of this nervous excitement and you just feel like your tummy won't feel good if you eat anything but you're drinking so it's like a really dangerous combo i i, I get notoriously bad for that reminding the brides i'm like did you eat have you I eaten know. you should eat like just even just have have some carrots have some peas have some you know, hummus just need to have like a good smoothie bar or something at weddings Ooh. like a, like at getting ready instead of like solid food just give the bride like a nice protein shake like some good carbs and pro like just give her a nice concoction of like here this is mm. fuel this, this is light on the stomach and make you shit yourself kind of yeah, thing yeah because yeah to... i've had so many not, not just get drunk but just like like kind of pass out -y, you know like fainty and stuff yeah. yeah and fainted photos don't look good they're just no, they they're just there. And it translates in the video too. They're just there to like. They're just there. They're kind of like, mm, and you're like, great. You look like you look like someone roofied you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on your wedding day. Yeah, on your wedding day, and this is your day. I can't make you look less trashed because this is your this is your day to look roofied. I mean, this is your chance. <laughs> One day. That's it. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah one, one day you can kind of behave until later. I mean, again, we've all seen it. I can't wait till we see it again. But usually it's the groom. I find usually it's the groom that's gone. Because they're doing overboard. whiskey. They're, they're doing whiskey. In Ugh, the I've had a few. There's been a few, and I love scotch. And they, I'll show up at like ten in the morning, and they'll be like scotch, and it's like, <laughs> yep, sure, yep. Especially one, especially one guy had. Uh, it was Irish whiskey, which I love more than scotch. And he's his father-in-law brought. Um, he was marrying an Irish woman, and he had brought a two hundred pound bottle of Irish whiskey. Jeez. And I'm like, he's like, do you want do you want to try some? I'm like, yes. I'm not gonna say it's the <laughs> most expensive whiskey I've ever had, but I'm like. 200 pounds that's 400 ish canadian yeah i want a little bit of that scotch even if it is 10 in the morning i want just like the littlest bit and it was delicious it was oh, worth it it was so worth it good good i i i thoroughly i mean you know guys have yeah like mel said guys have whiskey and shots or they're like drinking vodka out of flask which grosses mm. me out but they always have beer, which is great. Your smell would be like, yeah, scotch. Not this smell. No, this smell wants her dark beer. This smell is maybe some sour. Yeah, you're drinking it. Set in my ways. I am drinking some peanut butter stout right now, and it's delightful. 
still light bulb. Oh, yeah. It's still light bulb. It's Can't delicious. Do it. it tastes like peanut butter. Peanut butter stout. Wait. Why? <laughs> so good. It tastes kind of like, it's like, it tastes like Guinness, but with like peanut butter in it. It's delightful. Ah, uh, no, no. <laughs> so, it's, so it's a little sweeter then? I don't know. It's just like got that little nutty, little bit nutty mix in it. <laughs> no. Just <laughs> I was like, "Don't, just, just don't, you guys." I'm just waiting for Dwayne to say something dirty. Oh, and... I was, I taking the high road. I'm classy now, Mel. I only talked about this is the first time I've talked about poop in a long time. So you didn't even have to bring it up. It was in the stories today. Yeah, have... trying to highbrow it. That's what I'm trying mm -hmm. to do, but not yeah. at all. But not at all. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abdul, where can people find you if they want to check out your stuff, if they want to check out your socials? How do people find you? You can find me. Can, <laughs> no, that's too formal. Uh, go to my website, visualcoroma.com. Um, when you go there, you can click on my business Instagram, which is also Visual Coroma, Facebook, Visual Coroma. And if you find me there, you'll find my personal instagram which is like a treat so i'll let you find it on your own it's really fun i agree it is a treat <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i also want to ask because you know we me and mel intentionally steer away from any kind of like covid talk because it sucks mm. and it's not fun to think about but when we're able to travel um you had said off the top you uh had plans to go to tokyo are those yeah. still like is that going to be number one as soon as like you can hop on a plane and go or have you even kind of thought that far ahead no as soon as i can hop on a plane and go i'm gonna go to tokyo because i really want to get asia off my list mm -hmm. and then you know, like i have a list of the cities i want to visit just for like history documentation and fun yeah. Well, most importantly for the filmmaking aspect, I want to visit Tokyo. Uh, then after that, it will be like a, even within the same two weeks, three weeks, month after that, it will be somewhere else of fun. Nice. But if I have to take the double vaccine right now and I can travel, I could go there. Yeah. And things are open. <laughs> Hook me up. Let's go. <laughs> wow, no kidding. Hey. Oh, where are these vaccine passports? Oh, I want it so bad. I just want to go. I just saw last weekend there was a show that happened in Arizona with a bunch of my favorite bands. And it was a, a 10,000 cap um, space, but they only sold 4,000 tickets because they're still not fully, fully open. But it's like I saw a bunch of the pictures and I'm like, man, <sighs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. So yeah, Tokyo sounds incredible and amazing. That's definitely one that's, it would, I think for me, it would be hard because I love food, but it would be hard for me to eat there because I can't have seafood and they're, <laughs> they're very well known for their seafood. So yeah. that yes. would They suck. would be so confused by your like veganism. They'd be like, but what do you mean? We can't have any of this stuff. and i'd have to be very careful because they don't some places in 
I I think it it might be Japan maybe. You have to cover your tattoos. Shit. Because it's like it's straight up like yakuza shit. Like people that are heavily tattooed in I think it I really think it's Japan. Tell me if I'm wrong. Write us a note. Um, but that signifies like that you're uh, like a, a gangster or whatever. And so like even because like they have like public bathhouses where you can go and like hang out and sit in, a, I guess, a bath with a bunch of other people. Um, so basically a hot tub. Is that, is that the first place you're going when you get there? I, would, I don't totally go to a bathhouse. But if you've got tattoos, you've got to cover them. Listen, if you show up to wherever this is that you want to go, and if you wear like a visor, and I don't mean a hat, a visor, and a, and a fanny pack, and <laughs> you've got, you got sunglasses, and you've got like some really bright sneakers, like it doesn't matter how many tattoos you have, no, everyone's going to be just like, mm, so I've just got to look super hipster, <laughs> some socks and slides. <laughs> These are the ones you got to watch out for. Dangerous yeah. <laughs> right? People in socks and slides are dangerous. I agree. Thank you. The Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh, I haven't worn a Hawaiian shirt in so long. I'm glad it's gonna be hot this week. In a Hawaiian I have that closet and he won't give it up. It just hangs there. Every time we do a purge and like still this one, he's like, No, no, no. <laughs> we all yeah. we all have those. We all have those clothes. I, I, I've never seen him wear it, not once. I, I don't know what he's keeping it for. It's so funny. He he <laughs> sent to that door. <laughs> he's waiting for our double date and we can all go out we're all hawaiian shirted up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just waiting for that perfect perfect moment awesome well abdul i want to thank you for coming on it was it was great to 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 meet you and to you know learn about you that's part of one of the great things about this when we have guests on is learning about new people yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was very excited to chat with you because I haven't met you in real life and maybe maybe one day I will get to but one day soon I'll be the person videoing the wedding you're shooting there you go I'll recommend you but, no, I totally know you yeah and and at some point you know we're gonna have to get our ugly faces on video and do like a a, a video trailer or, so, or something something whatever Let's oh god it. we have to are you trying to torture him by maybe making- by putting up with us, yeah, a hundred percent. I might not put an no, air fryer. I might not put I've an air fryer in my head, but I will throw some dirt at Mel or something. I don't know. That works. That works. You guys are great. I've listened to a few episodes, and then when Mel asked, I was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't like to bother people, so when she came back and did it on her own and said, "Hey." We film. Uh, we record on Tuesdays. I was like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we appreciate it so much. And if yeah. anybody is listening, and you guys have stories you want to send us, filtersremoved at gmail.com. Or you can, um, you can hit us up on the socials, Filters Removed Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can go and uh, see Dwayne's house on uh, number uh, four five nine uh, Smith Street. I'm just kidding. That's not his address. It's totally my address. Come to 459 Smith Street. See see who you find there. I don't know where Smith Street is. If it's in the West End. That person is going to get just... Good luck for you. Um, yep. <laughs> Stop
throw is there, Dwayne? No, I didn't. Oh, oh. It's over there. Yeah! <laughs> Practicing my miming to go to Paris. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks, everybody. And, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Also should say, you can email us. Or did you say that? She said that. I said it. I definitely said it. I quit. <laughs> I quit. Oh, my God.